Hello, testing, one, two, three. I hope this works. Um, I'm not even gonna lie, this is the second time I have started to try to record this podcast. Not even the second, this is probably like one of many times um, because I think people say it's very intuitive to record a podcast, but it's kind of not, don't listen to them. Uh, It's like really hard and even though I'm like a young person, I still deal with technology like I'm a 60 year old plus human being. So yeah, this is this has been um this has been an adventure. But welcome to Depressed Girls Guide to Life. This is episode 1. I'm f- so glad we finally got here. And yeah, it's officially Sad Girl Fall, so that means you have to start a podcast. It's basically a given. So that's why we're here today. And I really wanted to make this podcast because I wanted to make a podcast for average people by an average person just going through like mental health stuff. Like I feel like that's something that I haven't really heard of or gotten in the podcast space. And I figured why not make it myself if that's not something that I've seen. So this is it. An average mental health podcast uh, for average people by an average girl. That's our that's our vibe here. And I just want to start out by saying I love podcasts because it's such a great way to never listen to what's happening in your brain. Like if you truly just want to be completely inundated with not your own thoughts, listen to a podcast, watch TV, listen to an audiobook. Um I'm even the type of person where I'm like I love white noise during sleep. So like truly there is never a moment where I'm listening to my own thoughts. Um, and that was another reason why I was like, I love podcasts and I should make one because it's, it fits my brand. It fits the bill. And, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is why like this particular podcast, like why am I making a podcast at all? And why do we need a podcast by an average person? Um, I will start by saying like, I'm not a doctor, obviously, Um, And I'm not a celebrity. I'm not like a glamorous celebrity who like has struggled with things and, you know, like all the power to them, all the power to doctors for, you know, telling us the science behind it. But I feel like you need a regular average human being who's just talking about their experience. Like I'm the kind of person who will run to Reddit and make sure other people are feeling the same way as me rather than maybe go to a doctor. Like go, like go to a doctor. I'm not saying don't go to a doctor because that's like bad advice, obviously. But I don't know. There's something therapeutic about feeling like other people feel the same way as you about something. And that's sort of like what I want this to be. I want this to be sort of like a relatable thing where it's also white noise (laughs) if you need like something to listen to and you want to feel less alone. Um, but it's kind of like, a giant voice note. That's like how I'm going to, how I'm going to put it. Like, I feel like it's just a giant voice note. Um, like your friend, your pal talking about mental health stuff, like their own mental health stuff and what I am sort of viewing in the world of mental health stuff. And I will give you my credentials, obviously not a doctor. I'm not Sanjay Gupta. He's great. He's awesome at his job, obviously. Um, so like 10 out of 10 for him. Um, But I always find it weird in those mental health podcasts. They talk about the inner workings of your brain as if that's going to help me on a day-to-day basis. Like, it's it's cool to know 
that cortisol spikes when I'm stressed, but when I'm in a stressful situation, how am I going to use that to regulate my emotions? Like, I don't, you know, like, I don't think that's going to really do much for me. So that's kind of, again, why I'm here, why I want to do this. And yeah, I mean, my resume is literally just, I'm like a depressed person who has been through mental health stuff. Um, and you know, I've, if you want to hear it, these are my credentials. Um, I have done meds. I've done, you know, many things that you can think of. Um, and you know, what's worked for me and what's not worked for me is like a long list. I've done CBT, group therapy, DBT, all kinds of therapies, psychiatry, psychology, all of that. Even a psych major, which like I don't think helps at all, but I might as well put it in there as just like part of the whole mental health criteria of things that I'm a part of. Um, so yeah, that's, that's like basically me. And, um, that's kind of like why I wanted to start this. I feel like I have a lot of experience within this system that I have to share at some point. So I might as well just scream it into the void into the universe and hope that it resonates with someone. I really do hope it helps. And yeah. And I think too, we all have like mental health stuff going on, whether we know it or repress it or want to acknowledge it or don't want to acknowledge it. Like we all have a mental health situation going on in our brains. And like some people are at a 10, some people are at like maybe a six or a four, but either way you have to acknowledge it. Like it, it has to be acknowledged no matter what. Um, someone said this to me and I thought it was really poignant um, they said, what's happening with your mental health? Um, you have to basically maintain it and nurture it the same way you would maintain and nurture your own body. So like we all think about showering, like you have to shower, you have to brush your teeth, you have to do these basic things for your body. And we don't think of it in the same way for our mental health. And once you start thinking about it in that way, you're like, oh shit, I kind of get it now. Like it's a maintenance thing. You don't just shower once and think, okay, cool. Like I'm, I'm clean now. I'm clean forever. And that's it. Like you shower, you hopefully shower once a day, like probably. And you're like, okay, I have to maintain being clean because like my body goes through things on a daily basis. And it's the same way with your mind. Like you have to maintain your mental hygiene, quote unquote, um, in order to like have a healthy, sanitary <laughs> mental health situation. Otherwise, like you might just be super miserable and not realize why. Um, it's just less like physical. It's less physically telling. Like nobody's going to tell you you have like bad mental health BO the way in your, on your body you can like smell that shit. Like it, it's less visible, which I think is why we like to ignore it so much. But it's totally the same. You have to maintain it in the same way. Brush your teeth once a day, same way. Mental health shit, you got to do it regularly and um, it'll catch up to you for sure. And the way I like to think about it sometimes is I like to think about myself as like a plant, which is funny because I only own plastic plants. So I don't know if this is like a great analogy, but okay, stay with me on this one. So you should think of yourself as a plant because... 
think about all like the cute cool stuff you would do for like a little plant you own like you would water it and put in like a cute vase and make sure it's like thriving and being nurtured in some way and you kind of have to put that same love and care onto yourself I like how I didn't say like a dog or a baby. I was like, it's a plant. It has to be a plant. Um, no, think about any living thing that you would care for. Like you would put so much energy and love into that thing. And you sort of have to turn that inward. You have to like make sure like you are being watered and you are being nurtured yourself. And yeah, you kind of just have to, you have to think about it like that a little bit in order to like, you're so worth it. You're worth all those resources going towards you. Okay, now that we've gotten into the formalities, let's talk about our first episode's topic, which I've chosen to be self-help. And like the real question is like, why even listen to these types of podcasts? Why listen to an ebook or read a book about betterment of the self? Like, do we really need to help ourselves or are we good on autopilot? Like, do we need to check ourselves? Are we just good chilling in life with just going through it and not thinking about sort of what we're thinking and feeling about the things happening around us. And I have an anecdote for why I'm personally so passionate. And here it goes. This is how it goes. So I once had an ex tell me that if you're perusing the self-help section in a bookstore, Barnes and Noble, wherever, that you're already past the point of any kind of help. Which, like, great, great guy, right? Great, great thing to say. Like, great, great thing to say to someone. Great thing to say to anyone. Um, So, yeah, he said this to me. And I remember it stuck with me. It stuck with me for a really long time. And I feel like his particular thought on this was really indicative of how society views self-help stuff. Like, we think of it as this really shameful sad, desperate thing that only sad, shameful, desperate people do or buy or look into. Like the idea in itself of being like, I don't know what I'm doing here, or I feel lost, or I'm sad for some reason, and I don't know why. Everyone is like, this is gross. <laughs> we want no part of this. Like you you can't really admit that. You can't really admit that you don't know what you're doing in life. For some reason, people are like, you need to like roll out of the womb and know exactly like what you want in a partner, what you want your job to be, what all your interests and values are, what your, you know, base pay for your job. Like this is, this is my minimum. Everything. You need to know all that shit by like at least three months old. Like you can't, it's, it's so weird. Like we, we don't like it when people are like, yeah, I don't know myself and I'm kind of lost and I'm trying to figure it out. Um, that makes us really uncomfortable. That made me really uncomfortable for a while. Like people around me who did that and even myself, when I was like, I don't know myself, I was like, but I am myself. How could I not know myself? That's That like is an icky feeling. Like I inhabit this body. I must know myself. If I don't know myself, then who who do I know and what do I know? It makes you like question your whole existence a little bit. Anyway, so back to the anecdote. I was like, self-help is for losers and I don't want to be a loser, obviously. So I was just avoiding sort of introspection and all of this stuff. And it even played into me going to therapy and not really digging into my like deep, dark issues because I knew if I got into it, 
I would need to start doing like extra work, extra self-help work that I was like, I'm not doing that. I like, I know myself. I, you know, I don't need to dig into that stuff. I know what my problems are. And, um, the rest is just, you know, like we'll figure it out. So I was like, not at all into being introspective, wasn't into that at all. And naturally when you sort of repress all of this stuff, it'll come out in pretty awful ways. So, you know, you might indulge in like super unhealthy habits or like you'll get depressed or like all of the above. Like you'll, you'll, you'll basically just become someone who is just like kind of like fucked up and sad and resorts to like fucked up sad things in order to fill the void because you are emotionally just sort of like not facing your, your demons, which you need to do. Like it's kind of important. So anyway, yeah, that was me. I was like, I'm in full control of all of my situations and I'm fine. Even though I was not fine and I was miserable and I was depressed and I was just like not having a good time. And I was thinking about it and I was like, how can I be happier? And I was like, if I achieve a lot of things, I will accomplish and be happy. I will have accomplished happiness is what my like thought was. So I was like, great. I am going to go out and achieve a lot of stuff. So like whether that was, you know, higher education stuff or job stuff or anything, I was like, I will go out and, and do stuff and I will finally be happy. And this is amazing. So I did all of that. And as you can probably guess, that even that did not make me happy. So I had like done all of this stuff. I was like, holy shit, I'm so accomplished. This is amazing. And I was like, I'm still not happy. Like even still, and even worse, like I had gone out and done all of this and, and, and I was like, I'm still not happy. Like what else could there be? Like, I was almost like just at a loss and desperate. I was like, how, like, how could I not be happy? This is like, not the math is not mathing. Like nothing is making sense. Like I must be, something is wrong, obviously, which finally looking in the mirror and being like, something is wrong. Um, and I talked to my psychologist and I was like, I don't get what I, why I'm still miserable. Like all of this external stuff should have like cured my depression. I don't understand. Like me getting into like a grade school, all of that. Like I should be completely not depressed anymore. And she was like, um, Yeah, right. That's not how it works. And she recommended what all psychologists and psychiatrists have recommended since the beginning of time. And she was like, you need to journal and meditate. And I remember I the quickest no I had ever said in my life. I was like, I'm not doing that. I absolutely am not doing that. That's not for me. Because I went into this headspace where I think a lot of people with mental health issues go into, which is I am far too special for that to work. Like my mental health stuff could never be cured with something as basic as journaling. Are you kidding me? Like journaling is for basic bitches. Like I, that's not for me. I'm not, how will that help? Like, no. So I basically said no. And I was like, if it me, if it, it's, it's journaling or be miserable, I'd rather just be miserable. And you know, my life went on, things happened. I continued to be miserable and like got more miserable, like as the days went on naturally. And I tried to journal. 
And this is the other thing with journaling is that I like, which is why I like swore it off, which is like, I would try it once I would journal and then I wouldn't be miraculously like better. And I would be like, this doesn't work. So like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> like I would journal like one day and be like, I'm not magically cured. Therefore this is not for me. So that's why I was like, journaling doesn't work. This is bullshit. And I finally, you know, I basically had reached my limit. I was like, I think I need to like actively choose to stop being miserable. And I was like, I don't, I don't have any other advice. Everybody just says journal and meditate. So like, if that doesn't work, then like we have a serious problem, but let me at least just like try that. So obviously it was on again, off again with journaling. My relationship with journaling is very on and off. Um, I would do it one day. I'd be like, this isn't helping. I journal for like a few days. I'd be like, oh, this is helping like a little bit. And I will say I started journaling regularly and like, I cannot believe I'm saying this because I truly want to believe journaling is for basic bitches, but it like, it totally works. And I'm such a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a convert to like the church of journaling. Now I will tell everybody I know that if you feel like shit, you should probably journal and be introspective. And I know it's journaling too, because I haven't changed anything else about my lifestyle. Like I still don't exercise or eat well. And the only thing that's changed is that I journal. So that is the only change to like why my mood is different. Most probably. So this led me to sort of a realization. And I would say like the main kernel of today. So if you weren't listening and you're using this as white noise, like I feel you, I get that. But this is like the one thing I would say to listen to. This is the important part in my opinion. So when we talk about mental health stuff, I would say that there are three buckets, like three important buckets to remember when it comes to your own like mental health or well-being. And I'll break them down. So the first bucket is therapy. Therapy is kind of like, it's honestly hard to recommend because just this country has made it so inaccessible. But I would say if you can invest in therapy, it's worth it because you obviously do need a, like a mental health professional for certain things. Like you can't just listen to like some girl on a podcast or like your friends. <laughs> you have to like sort of talk to a professional sometimes. Um, so I would say that's really important. That's sort of like your own safe, confidential space to talk to someone who can like help you get through real things. And like, they might hold you accountable and be like, Hey, you said you were going to be more, you know, assertive this week. You know, how did that go? Like, did you end up doing that? Um, and I'll also say like finding the right therapist is really important. Um, that's like a bigger topic. So that might be its own like little episode, so yeah, I would say therapy is bucket one. And then bucket two is medication. Um, and this is like medication if needed. Obviously, if you don't need medication, don't take medication. Um, like I think that hopefully goes without saying. But when people, when like psychologists and psychiatrists talk about the two big, like one, two punches of mental health, they talk about combining therapy and meds or like that should be your routine for making sure your mental health is good. And yeah, so I think if you need meds, obviously that's like a whole other thing, talking to a psychiatrist and making sure that's good. I would say don't have my um, mindset when it comes to meds 
because my mindset for meds was like not the healthiest. I basically was like, as soon as I take one pill, I'll like have a Stepford wife smile all day long and I'll just be like euphorically happy. And that's not how meds work. (laughs) Like, please don't like if like just set your expectations right for that one. If you're new with meds, because I genuinely thought I would be like basically on like some incredible drug that would make me not just not depressed, but like extremely happy. Like that's just like not, (laughs) it's not the kind of drugs that they're going to prescribe you. Just FYI. And the third one that we're talking about here today is obviously self-help. And I feel like this one isn't talked about as much by like mental health professionals in a formal way. Like they will recommend it to you, but they won't be like, these are the three things you need to do. Um, But yeah, self-help is, I would say, not just forgotten, but it's like, I would say it's one of the most important things, if not like the most important thing. Because, like, you really have the power within you to help yourself. Like, once I started journaling and I started, like, labeling my emotions and the things that I was having trouble with, that made my life tenfold easier. Like, I I will give you an example. I will give you an analogy right now. Like, there's a table next to me. And I can easily point at it right now and be like, that is a table. But if I'm in my room and there's something in my room with me and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that thing is. That is a scary thing. As soon as you label your stuff, as soon as you can label something, it becomes so much less scary. And that goes for emotions too. And that goes for feelings. And that goes for basically everything in this world. Like someone once said this to me. I really have to, I don't know who this person was, but I really have to start citing who these people are if I'm going to keep like randomly quoting people. But they were like, once you look your demons in the eye, these like big demon monsters that in your life, once you look them, look them in the eye and you give them a name, they like cease to be, to be monsters anymore. They're not demons. They're just that name. And they become much more manageable and much easily, much more easily tackleable for you. Um, so I would try this when it comes to like a lot of self-help stuff. So I hope I've kind of convinced you that self-help isn't just for losers (laughs) because I had to convince myself and it took a long time. And honestly, like the sooner you come to this realization and the sooner you are you stop being like I feel like shit but I'm just gonna ignore it constantly you will thank yourself because yeah it's scary it's scary to to look painful stuff in the eye it's scary to like confront these things like it's 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 naturally gonna be really scary but I promise you that the working through it is going to be way less bad than constantly living with feeling like crap all the time every day and the other thing I would just say is like self-help stuff can only work if you want it to like you kind of put into it what you get out of it or however whatever that saying is however that saying goes like and I, I hate that saying also like I truly dislike that saying because I'm just like things should just work like I shouldn't have to put anything into anything but no for this it's really true Like, if you don't want to journal or if you don't want to do the introspective stuff, like, it's not going to work for you. I, like, I I hate that. I hate that because I think it should just work, right? It should just, it should just work. I still am team. I should know myself once I'm out of the womb. But let's just, like, call a spade a spade. That is not how that works. 
Like you're, you have to do work to know yourself and you have to do work to understand why you feel shitty. If you feel shitty sometimes, like you might not know. So I would say if you want to invest in it and you want to invest in yourself, like it's very worth it. I recommend it after three months of doing it. I now am like, it's very worth it. Um, yeah, invest in yourself and water yourself. Like you're like a cute little succulent or something or do succulents need to be watered? Someone tell me. But if they do, then do that. Think of yourself as a succulent. Think of yourself as like a cute plant or just something that needs to be tended to because you are. Um, and I think that that really helps in in the way of like nurturing yourself. And that's basically it. Those are basically my thoughts on this first episode and self-help. I'm sure I'll talk more about it in more episodes because it really is something that like is just so incorporated in your life once you get started with it. Um, And if I were to leave you with sort of a thought, it would be, what does self-help look like for you? Like, what would that look like if you were to incorporate it into your day-to-day? And it doesn't have to be something big. Like, it can be small. It can be literally one little thing. Like, my journaling didn't start with me writing a ton of stuff down. Like it started with me addressing one thought that was in my mind. Cause like these things can be overwhelming, but yeah, start small. Um, and then you can make it like incorporate, you can incorporate it into your life, um, and build it up if you want it to. Um, I think it's really hard because we want to start things and we set these like really lofty goals for ourselves. Like I'm going to eat super healthy. So that means I'm going to eat a salad for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like, I'm going to, you know, like be the healthiest person alive. And once you like Postmates McDonald's once, you're like, oh, I guess that's over. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. So like, yeah, like don't get discouraged because you broke, you know, like your streak or you're not, you know, keeping up with it. It's, it's something that takes time to adopt into your life. Um, But yeah, I would say that if you were to think of one thing, where you could incorporate some sort of like self-help routine into your life, what would that be? Um, And again, it can be small. So yeah, that's basically it. Um, Thank you for listening. This has been fun. Subscribe and download and do all the podcast stuff. And yeah, um, I will see you in the next one.